Welcome to the Color of Influence podcast, where you will hear conversations from influential people of color from around the world, from social media, and right here in your communities. These behind the scenes conversations will motivate you, inspire you, and encourage you. I am your host, Aisha Morgan, and let's meet today's guest. On today's episode, we have another first for the podcast. This is the first time that we have a returning guest. If you guys remember back in March, Dira Cox was on the podcast talking about her book, All About the Re, and today she is back talking about All About the Re too. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I enjoy talking to Dira. So many gems come out of her conversations and just her genuine love of helping people. So without further ado, here is my conversation, part two with Dira Cox. Okay, everybody, I'm so happy to have this guest back. If y'all heard our last podcast episode, there was like instant love and connection and just, uh, just love, just oozing out of that episode we had so much fun um i'm making sure that we're not talking for two and a half hours this time <laughs> don't yeah. make no promises now don't make no promises. I know. <laughs> last time we were not even worried about the time but we have dear cox back with us yay why is she back because we have a part two of all about the re y'all yes it's all about the re too so Sierra, tell us all about this new book um where do i begin about the the second book the new book the new book is literally a continuation of the first book so i always say that um I, I, I have a, a whole new following of people that are joining me now under the new book. Mm-hmm. But I have to always remind people that it's a continuation. So you have to do the first one first. That yeah. is my biggest recommendation. You have to do the first one first so that you can continue the journey. Mm-hmm. So once you've done with the first one, the first one are a lot of introspective questions that's going to have you doing some self-reflective work. Right. And the second one are exercises. I like to call exercises that coincide with the work that you're doing. A lot of the, a lot of the exercises in here are things that um, you may not have actually thought about doing. Mm-hmm. Not to give too much of the book away. Um, I know a lot of people who don't date themselves in that manner. Yeah. They, do not want to go out and take themselves to dinner, to lunch, brunch, dessert, coffee, whatever that looks like for fear of um, someone else or other people staring at them or whatever that means, right? Yeah. I have to say, you know, with everything, because I am who I am, you have to use it as a teachable moment. Mm -hmm. So I always ask, um, when you say you're ready to date, right? If you're single and you're looking for someone, a mate, a lifetime partner, a husband, whatever that is. Yeah. 
how do you expect that person to date you if you've never dated yourself? That is true. How do you expect to give an honest answer about something that you like or don't if you've not ever experienced that thing for yourself? So essentially, you're allowing someone to tell you what you like. Yeah. Right? So mm -hmm. I want to go. So, so now you're saying, hey, let me take you out, out to dinner. And he go, where do you want to go eat? And a lot of women get very aggravated by that. Do you get upset? Yeah. When a man says, where do you want, what do you want to go for dinner? Do you get aggravated by that question when someone wants to take you out to dinner? Where should I take you? Yeah, I don't get aggravated, but it's like, if I tell you what I want to eat, you probably not going to want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I was dating at the time, you know, my diet was very restrictive. So I'm like, you know, I would only go certain places. But on before pre good eating, um, I wouldn't say in a sense I would because like by that time, like you should know what kind of food I like. Mm -hmm. something to where you should be like oh I know you like Mexican food so there's this place that I saw that whatever whatever right yeah and I and I get that I, I completely get that and I support that answer but you'd be amazed by women who gets totally annoyed you would be amazed by women who really get totally annoyed, not by like someone they've been in a relationship for years or anything like that, yeah. right? So they're on a dating scene or, and um, they exchange numbers with the fellow or another woman, a guy, you know, and they ask, you know, I want to take you to dinner. Where do you want to go? And some women really, well, at least the women that I've come into contact with in conversation, they go, I don't understand why you asked me that. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> He doesn't know you. Yeah, <laughs> How exactly. is he supposed to know where to take you? And I right. say, so are you aggravated because he asked the question or are you aggravated because you don't really know the answer? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a difference. You don't yeah. know what you like. You don't it's know. Probably the second part. Right. But if you know, like you ask me where you want to go, I know where I want to go. Yeah. This I had a taste for some seafood. Could we go to the seafood boy? Mm -hmm. Or I have a taste for a Portuguese food. Can we go up the street to this restaurant that I live by? Yeah. But if he doesn't know what you like because he's getting to know you, right? You can't get aggravated by the question. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, like I mentioned in our first conversation, I just do transformative thinking. I switch the perspective to where you have to now take ownership of, of yourself, right? It is not his responsibility to do right. those things if he doesn't know you. Exactly. Good so, point. So this book is really, I'm sorry, I have my background. Blurred. That's all right. I got it. I got it. Bam. This book, this book has a lot of exercises inside the book that's going to allow you just to continue where you started out in book one. In book one. Oh. There it is. Thank you. Oh, have you? I'm, I'm pardon me. I, I actually gifted my original book to a friend of mine. I was like, I know she had a first book. She yeah, had? so she was going through, through some things and I said, you know what? Take this book. 
I think it will help you as long as you actually do the exercises, answer the questions. And I gave her my book. Well, that was very thoughtful of you. Yeah. And have you reached reach back out to her? Has she started the book? Is she she has it? not started the book. Okay. She's had it since July. Okay. But, you know, I just, everybody has their own they way do. of doing things. I don't want to push and, you know, discourage her from even starting. Right. Um, but the last time I talked to her, I'm like, hey, did you do you still have that book I gave you? She was like, oh, yes, I need to go look at it. I need to do it. So great. And did you finish book one? I did it because when I was getting into the book, then I had that my medical issues and every life just stopped. So Got it. um, but that's why I'm excited to get the second one because. This is a good transition for me from that diagnosis to life after. Yes, it'll be great for you to do this. Yes, it will. So when I was going through and reading the second book, I'm like, oh, this is so good. Like, did you write this for me? I did. (laughs) (laughs) See, I was going to ask if you flip through. And, I uh, looked through some of it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was just like, oh, that's why I said, like, did she write this for me? <laughs> I did. If there was a particular question, I, I have my favorite exercise in yeah. book two, um, but I, I just, I don't like to discuss my favorite first. I like to see what other people thought about if they had any questions pertaining to um, why this particular exercise, if they need an explanation of this particular exercise or tool, a deeper meaning, what does that yeah. mean? Um, so if you have a question you want to discuss, we can most definitely do that. If you just flip through and pick questions. Not one that I'll discuss, but I think one that is hard for people, because even when I read it, I was like... I, then it's going to have to be my favorite one. I, I believe is I Is it the awareness exercise? Awareness exercise? So it's the one where you ask three people what their first impression of you was, and then to also describe you. That's not it, but that's a good one. <laughs> I think that's a good one, because it's like, are you really ready to hear what people have to say? about you you when they first met you Mm -hmm. because you know like I could tell you like a lot of my close friends were um either people I worked with Mm -hmm. or went to school with at some point in my college or high school time okay and so like my college friends were all my teammates oh nice so I feel like that adds a dynamic you know because it's like who is this girl like (laughs) especially if it was somebody that was younger than you and then they come in and it's like oh she thinks she's about to take my place or something like that so I feel like that would be like interesting to see like what impression did I give off to people nice so when I first met them that's that's a very nice perspective to have regarding the question um I will take that into consideration yeah, because okay. I, of course, I'm from New Jersey. That's right. And then you're in like a mix of people who are from different places. Mm-hmm. And so everyone always was like, 
kind of feeling like I was rude because of how I talked and like I am and I would just be like no like that is not we don't do that like that type of thing (laughs) so I think it would be interesting to like hear them because I had I have another uh, a girlfriend was actually dating a guy who's also, I don't remember who's from Texas or the South. And he said her vernacular he had to get used to because she yeah. was she's very aggressive. Yeah. Like, but I'm not angry. And he was like, but you sound like you are. Right. And she she said, I didn't know. I, I had no idea because he was from, I believe he was from Texas. I don't remember, but he was like, we don't talk like that, but your tone, your delivery is very aggressive. So Mm -hmm. I had to remind myself that she's not angry or she doesn't have an attitude or that shit. She was like, you know, did you go to the mall today? And she'd be like, why? And he was like, (laughs) I just was asking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I will tell you that over the years, I have learned to like bring it down and try to be even keel because people really would be like why are you so rude i'm like rude how am i rude and it's like your facial expressions and like i talk with my hands so you know that's not something they did down here now with social media and i'm seeing more people from where we're from Mm -hmm. talk with their hands now you see more people you know do that but yeah, like I would be talking with my hands and like, why are you putting your hands in my face? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I'm explaining to you what I'm saying. Like, you know, I'm just so now it's more acceptable because they actually see got it more people on TV and social media and reality shows where the hands are key. That jersey dynamic. <laughs> yeah, that's like a part of your language. <laughs> Yeah. We're our own separate. Exactly. Uh, so, but what? Okay, now you have to tell me what your favorite question was. Uh, so you you did flip through the book. I did. Okay. Yeah, because I had my little post-it at that question because I was like, ooh, I remember so, last time you put me on the spot. <laughs> I, had to, I had to look through it, so I was like, okay, I'm ready for you now. So before I give my my favorite one, I will mm-hmm. say the reason for that question in particular is because, um, like I stated before, I've been doing this this form of work, this type of work in this in- industry for over fifteen years. Yeah, and um, me and uh, one of my girlfriends, when we used to do um, seminars and events for young girls as well. And there was a commercial that stood out to me still Mm -hmm. today. It was a campaign for Dove. Okay. Called, um, I don't don't remember the exact name of it, but what they did was they had women stand in front of a mirror and they took a picture. Mm -hmm. And then they had other women come and look at the picture and tell their first impressions of that woman. Oh, wow. the compliments that these women were getting yeah. were amazing, right? So before they read the compliments, they asked the woman, you know, look at yourself in the mirror, what do you see? And immediately it was negative. Right. Immediately yep. it was like the freckles, my laugh lines, my this, my that, yeah. my this. 
So they had to replay what the other women were saying about them. And they were like, oh my God, I love her hair. Oh my God, I love this about yeah. her. I love that about her. So that's what the idea was behind that question. If you're asking someone else something about yourself and their answers are more positive about you than you see for yourself, you yeah. need to examine that. Why is that? Yeah. Why do other people see more positive energy in you than you do of yourself? Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, when you just were saying that, it made me think of when I was applying for a promotion at, at my job, mm -hmm. um, I kept like reading the job description of the new job. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I have never done that. I don't have experience with this. And then my coworker was like, yes, you do. <laughs> and then she's like, he, she told me to go home and I want you to write down everything that you have done, all the presentations you've given, any kind of training that you like on the side gave to somebody, any kind of um, like curriculum that you have written to help out a teacher. She's like, write that down, write down everything you've done and compare it to this job description. And trust me, like when you write it and you're looking, you're going to be like, oh, I am qualified. I would qualify. Yeah. And I would have never like looked at those things way. out and of what I had done extra from like my regular job. So right. you're See, right. Immediately yeah. you you talked yourself out of it before mm -hmm. even applying yourself. Exactly. Or imagine you're saying, you know, I can't or I'm not gonna apply for this job because just by looking at the qualifications and your supervisor, someone else saying, hey, I think you should apply for that job. Yeah. Why is it that you see that I should qualify for this job and I don't? Yeah. Aside from the fact that you may not want it, that's, we're not talking right. about, we're talking about, you know, someone saying, hey, I think you're very much qualified and can handle this job. And you're like, mm, I don't think so. Exactly. Why is that? That's just yeah. something, that's another exercise, another tool I give to make you sit back and do some self-reflective work on yourself. Like mm -hmm. what is it in me or what is it about me that I don't see that other people see? Right. I'm not saying that, saying that to lead to any form of arrogance or anything like that, but you should be your first cheerleader. Yeah. You should automatically believe that you are the bomb, right? Mm -hmm. No one else is going to believe you're the bomb if you don't believe you're the bomb. If exactly. you don't, I thinking that you are that person, that it girl, that whatever it is, how are you expecting someone else to believe that about yeah. you? That's so true. That's basically the point of the exercise. Yeah. That is the point of the exercise. Yeah, I like that. It's going to be a little difficult for some people, but I look forward to hearing their answers. <laughs> so um, my favorite, which was not difficult for me, but mm -hmm. I've already gotten some feedback from others that was difficult for them was the end of life exercise. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And that. Uh, so many people were like, I, I can't do that. And I was like, why not? And yeah. the, so the minute they say they can't do it or, you know, it's uncomfortable. And I say, well, before you even attempt to do the exercise, I want you to sit and reflect as to why it makes you uncomfortable. 
to even think about it. And oftentimes it's because in our culture and community, that's, we don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Want to think about it. We don't want to prepare for it. We don't want to do any of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm attempting to break that. And I think, you know, when you hear and you say it, maybe that's why it wasn't that hard for me. (laughs) And maybe that wasn't one of the questions that just stuck out to me because I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Just because of what I just was going through. But I mean, I think that even before that, we talked about it last time. Mm -hmm. From one of my questions, um, you know, because mine, the last book, my question was the first question. Yes. That was the one where I was just like, okay, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that um, for anybody that you don't necessarily have to be going through something. Right. You know, to do, to get these books. I mean, reflecting on yourself yeah. and thinking outside of your normal thoughts, it's, it's important. Yeah. It's so important because there's a lot of things that get muddled mm-hmm. in the world that we just kind of like, you're thinking about it because you see somebody post about it. Right. Or because you read a, a you know a book about it or you saw a TV show or a movie about it, but not necessarily something that like your thoughts, like what are your thoughts though about right. it? You know, most people don't want to do the process of becoming uncomfortable yes. or unlearning what has been so comfortable with. Yeah. Even though it may not sit with them any longer, they may have transitioned from that train of thought. It's just the comfortability of it and they don't want to do the work outside of that. Yeah. So oftentimes people just settle. And mm-hmm. I really don't like to use the word settle. Um, but so oftentimes people just settle. But I, I've gotten to a place where I like to be uncomfortable in my discomfort. I like to be comfortable in my discomfort. Yeah. It constantly gets me thinking, constantly gets me moving, constantly gets me, you know, um, trying to see it from a different perspective, Mm -hmm. taking myself outside of the situation. How would that affect someone else? Not just me. Like it's a ripple effect. Yeah. I've I've been trained in um, my doula certification as it's a community. It's not just me. Like what I do does not just affect me. Right. It affects everyone in my community. Your community can be your family, your your children, your mother, your daughter, your sister, or your neighborhood. It doesn't, you know, we've gotten away from um, the communal aspect in the black culture. Yeah. And I'm, uh, you know, with these books, if you can do self-reflective work, as I always say, and you do the healing process, you look at other, other people with a different a different eye and you listen with a different ear yeah so and I um when I gave my friend that book another friend was uh with us and I told her I'm like I feel like we should do it together mm-hmm. and like share our answers with each other and mm-hmm. hold each other accountable to like continue to go through each section mm-hmm. um 
to like, you know, make sure that you're sticking to it because it's easy to be like, oh, I'm, I'll do the next one tomorrow. And then tomorrow yeah. turns into like a month and then two months. Um, and I told them, I'm like, look, I, I read the first one. Like I went through the question. So if there's stuff that you don't want to answer, like tell us about, you don't have to tell us, but I still think that we should do the, go through the exercises together. And then we can kind of talk about if you don't want to talk about your answers, like you can talk about how you feel or something. Mm-hmm. Um, just so that we're all like holding each other accountable. I respect it. Yeah. I will say that I I personally don't recommend it, but I respect it. Yeah. Only because, you know, I believe that, you know, the healing process is a very intimate thing. And I don't want anyone to be like, I'm not really going to share because I want you to get deep with yourself. Yeah. Well, that's so. why I told them. I'm like, if you don't want to tell us about your answers, Mm-hmm. that's fine but it's more of the accountability piece of yes. us saying like did you do the first that. exercise like okay. make sure that you get this done by friday or whatever um mm-hmm. but yeah so it didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> my intentions were good. Happen. <laughs> i had good intentions though not just because of what you just said mm-hmm. it's very personal we're all on different journeys so where i'm ready to answer these questions someone else might sit on this book for you know six months and then they're ready right so you know i think that's why it didn't happen just for because of what you just said <laughs> or even you know they whatever the situation is right i can't no, I can't say that I can't. I can lie to myself, right? I can even yeah. lie to you. But I don't want to feel the judgment behind whatever that is. Right. So that's why I always encourage it to, to be alone because it gets, it's going to bring up some stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I might be like, oh, yeah. no. Like, I'm just coming to terms with it. I don't even know how I feel about it. So I can't even begin to express it and this accountability else yeah I, I can't do that yet you know i can tell you yeah i did it that's all i got for you yeah <laughs> mine is done <laughs> I, I did it yeah let you take my word that it's done right but how i feel about it and what i said i don't know yet yeah I'm not, I'm not ready to, to deal with it or process it so yeah and um, i'm a hundred percent sure that's why you know, it didn't happen. Because even when I said it, I wasn't even ready to do it yet. So. <laughs> At least you're honest. See? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wasn't, but. <laughs> you know, also, as you as you said and you stated, we know that there's no expiration date on it. Yeah. So you're telling me to do, um, what did I murder and have an answer by Friday? Right. I don't know. So I'm right. just not doing none of it. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. Like I have to begin to think about what it is that I'm learning. And then some people overthink and they overanalyze. Mm-hmm. What does she mean by this? And why does the author say this, that, and the third? So it takes a minute before you can even sit down and process those yeah. words. And like I said before, even in book two, the words that I, 
I've used in the books I've chosen specifically and strategically for a reason. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. And I mean, there may be some questions that you answer quickly. Yes. And then others where you're like, I got to think about this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I know in book one, I always say go out of order. You can go out of order. You can answer question 13 and then that question might lead to question one or something. Right. Because like one stumped me and I put the book back down. <laughs> I was like, I got to think about that. I remember. (laughs) You were like, you don't have to go in order. I'm like, okay. I'm glad you said that because I might have been having it by my bedside for a couple more weeks. And look at it like, I know. And I like when people say, I put them by my bed. I say, because that's me staring back at you like, (laughs) did you pick that book up yet? Pick the book up again. Yeah. But exactly. yeah. So book book two is out. I, I I so thank you so very much for having me up here. Oh, you're welcome. I was like, I re- I remember when I got the email. I was like, oh, she want to have me back. <laughs> I sure did. I told you when that second book comes out, you'll be back to tell us all about it. You did. You really did. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much. But it's a very quick, I don't, I don't, I don't mean quick like that, but it's not as long as book one, because okay. these are, these are, they're, these are not questions like book one. Right. They're, they're more of things to do. Got it. They're okay. more of exercises to go along with the questions that might have been answered in book one. So I'm, I'm actually telling you to do something. Yeah. So book two may go a little faster than book one. Still Got a stop you, you know, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of exercises and things to do. It's an activity book, I should yeah, say. I like that. Yeah. Well, so. Dira, I do not want to hold you. I know you're an hour ahead of me. Can I tell you really quickly? Yeah. I was ready, I was ready at eight o'clock. Oh. And then I had to see it says I was like, oh, that means nine months. Yeah, it's my time. I was ready. I thought it was eight my time. Yeah, I know. Ready. But um, you know, we will definitely still be in communication after Absolutely. this episode. Absolutely. Um, like I said, I'm ready to dive into my book. So I will be keeping you posted as I go through. I appreciate you. I appreciate you reaching out and just checking on me so much. Um, And we will definitely be in contact. Please do. All my contact information is listed. My social media information is listed. And that's for anyone that has questions about the book or they just want to reach out. I offer so many different services besides just being an author. So thank you once again for this opportunity to talk about myself and my book. I greatly appreciate it. Um, Please take care of yourself. Oh, I am. If you don't do anything for anybody else, take care of yourself. I am. Thank you. You're very welcome. All right. Bye. We'll be in touch. Yes, ma'am. All right. And that's a wrap on another amazing episode. 
I know that you were just as inspired as I was after listening to that conversation. And to let us know how we're doing, don't forget to leave us a review, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also follow us on all social media platforms from YouTube to Facebook at The Color of Influence and on Instagram, the underscore color underscore of underscore influence. You can check out all of our episodes and additional content on our website, thecolorofinfluence.com. And that's an in only for influence. And don't forget to share the podcast with someone you know and have them share the podcast with someone they know. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, peace out.